Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, After Buzzers? You are tuned into the This Is Us After Show. It is season four, episode two, The Pool, part two, and the Pearsons are going through a transition. All right, so we are going to be breaking down preteen Pearsons and the adult Pearsons, so stick with us. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Oh, okay. I, was like, that, I was like, where's the music? We back. Hey. We are back. It's a girl Everyone. squad. Girl Ooh. squad. Girl squad going strong. Yes. I know you guys must be like, who are these new faces? So let's get right into it, of course. I am Paris Rose. You guys should know me by now. Super fan of this is us as always. Of course, our girl Haley Graves is returning back. Hello. Definitely Hello. super fan. Happy to be back, guys. Happy to be here. Of course. And you know what? We are missing Danny and Candace, but don't Sorry. worry. They will be back. We miss you guys. Yes. You guys. Gonna have a great show, though. Exactly. (laughs) Let them know in the chat that you miss them. But it's okay, because we are welcoming two new lovely faces. Over there, we got Jessica Lucero. What's up, guys? I am so excited to be here. Oh, yeah. Now, Jessica is really excited, because she is a super fan, and she's been watching with her mom since season one. You know me so well. (laughs) Yeah. My mother, she would be so proud that I'm here right now. She's probably tuned into the live chat with you guys, so hi, Mom. Shout out, Mama Lucero. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then we got our girl all the way in the end, Bethany Jean. Hey guys. Another super fan, but she is the queen of dramas. Master of mystery. And a mystery. Ooh, but this is like fulfilling that. an after buzz dream of mine to fill on this panel because <laughs> right. I'm obsessed with We made it. Oh, oh, look at that. Yeah. We made dreams come true. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dream weavers we up do. in here. Exactly. All right, so I really want to get into it because this episode was really exciting. It was exciting in a different way. I yes. was like really into getting to know the characters that we got introduced to, yep. right? but we didn't see any of that. So what were your overall reactions? Yeah, so for me, overall, I really liked this episode. I feel like they gave us so many breadcrumbs for things that are going to come. Mm-hmm. I was a little taken aback by the fact that they last week it was, hey, here are all these strangers, right. and then we didn't really see them much at all this episode. I know these writers know what they're doing, and I'm really <laughs> excited to dive in and talk about these breadcrumbs and these storytelling lines yeah. that have developed here. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I was really hoping to see a little bit more for those characters that we were introduced to last week. So, I mean, I'm, they're keeping us on edge. We're all just waiting to see what comes next with these characters. But one thing that I did notice is that Kevin was involved in a lot of the episode, and I feel like he was almost, like, changing throughout the episode. Like, we were learning so much about mm-hmm. him. So that was something that I really liked. Cool. I also liked that he did take a minute to reflect on it as a child if he was going to be a good person. Because we were all worried <laughs> right? for a while. I mean, so all accurate. of season one, I was like, not a fan of Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I was it like, took you a minute. kind of suck. You're not a solid person. I mean, I but think everyone so can agree. Better, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, th- I feel like the writers did a really good job of that, though. They, yeah. they wanted you to not really be a huge fan of him at first. And now you're starting to see, like, the, the different levels of him at right. this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. And so. I know I know we'll get into Kevin a little bit more yeah, as we keep going. Yeah. Of course, yeah. definitely. I mean, it was really cool. I like the pre-teen Pearsons and how yeah. it really um, matched what's happening in their adult lives. So I think we should break it down, kind of what's going on between the family members. Yes. And I was just really happy to see the Pearsons back. Yeah. Um, they back. It was nice to see Jack and Rebecca. Break it down yeah. a little bit better than Randall did <laughs> in that pool episode. I though. know. Oh my god! Can you, like the heat coming off my body when they're like, "Oh my god, he's not black enough." I'm like, "Do I know the words?" Oh. Oh. Um, I know all the words. <laughs> and I'm like, embarrassingly white person. <laughs> I mean, I, I know was the like, Grandma, you know yeah. this. You know, I, know. This. I think at least we all know I the chords. We're like, "Come zoom, on, Randall." Zoom, zoom. <laughs> Who else out there? Let us know in the live chat. Has that song stuck in your head now? Yeah, because we definitely all do. Yep, right. I'm gonna be hearing it in my sleep tonight for sure. Exactly. No, it was a really fun episode. But Kate and what Kate and Toby were dealing with wasn't so fun. It was what I thought. I was gonna. I thought it was gonna be heavier because they are dealing with Jack. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. He's blind. They're just finding out that mm-hmm. I thought, you know, Kate's an emotional person. So I was like, oh, it's about to get heavy. Right. And I felt that she was really positive about this. She, she did amazing. See, for me, this was one of probably my favorite kind of breadcrumbs that I think is going to further develop because there's two things that the writers did that I thought was very unique about this episode. The first one was that when she talks about, or when Toby and Rebecca are having the moment in their kitchen and he starts saying that he's very worried about Kate, et cetera, et cetera. But the thing is, he just, he says this thing. He says, all she kept doing when we found out about our son is nodding and just being mm-hmm. calm. Yeah. You know who did the same thing? Rebecca. Rebecca. Yeah. So yes. go back to when Jack was born and they were in the hospital. Kate got mad at her mother for taking too many notes. Now mm-hmm. it's reversed. And you saw those scenes yeah. where yeah. Kate's sitting there yeah. diligently taking notes about what's going on with her son. Thought that was super epic about mm-hmm. this storyline. Also, the fact that Kate's, that Rebecca, so going back to preteen Rebecca, Kate and her mother have this moment of kind of embarrassment. You know how mothers get very protective, right? And then at the very end, I don't know if anyone else caught this. Let me know in the comments if you did. Where she was eating? Yes, when she was eating the nachos. (laughs) We're on the same thing. Yes, and Toby says... I'm just concerned about her overeating. Yeah. That's exactly what Rebecca Yes, did. I mm-hmm. noticed the same thing. Yeah. I literally wrote down how they have, how they're so similar. Yeah. But I think maybe that might be why they haven't really gotten along so well in the past. You know, mm-hmm. typically those types of personalities where you might be too similar with someone else, you're like, they, they just don't seem to get along too well. But at the end of the day, they obviously still love each other. One thing that I really liked about Kate was... I feel like she kind of thought of herself as a failure at one point in this episode, but then you hear her... I didn't like that part, but... (laughs) Give me a sec. But um, when she goes on to explain to Kevin how you have to care for Jack in a different way than you would have to care for another baby. No, you have to explain to him that you're going to pick him Mm -hmm. up and then you have to do this and that. And it's like she's already learning. I I literally got chills thinking back to it because you can already see how great of a mother she already is to have, like, this is her first time being a mother and to have to care for someone who's blind. She's never done that before. This is all new experience for her. And, like, she's just doing such a great job. No, and and I was going to say also, I think it's cool touching on what you just brought up, that... 
Kate always has had these issues of living up to her mother's expectations. Right. Mm-hmm. When she's younger, this has been a constant just inner conflict that the character of Kate has had over the course of the show. But now we're seeing that this no longer has to be a conflict for her because she is a great mother. She no longer has mm-hmm. to worry about living up to her own mother's expectations, mm-hmm. but that she is a great mother, too. And I thought that was super awesome that the writers are starting to develop that. Yep. Something I, I was thinking a lot about was how um, the whole, like, taking care of a blind infant mm-hmm. is infants are blind, so I'm just curious of how they even diagnose an infant that young. So he was saying he was um, 187 days old, right. mm-hmm. which is about six months, yep. roughly. And infants don't even fully develop their vision until somewhere between four and eight months. Like six to eight mm-hmm. months is when they're really seeing color and stuff. Yep. So I was just kind of like, I was That's interested mm-hmm. in how they discovered he was blind that early. I think, well, I think it kind of plays along with what you were just saying. So you said between four and eight months, he's at six months. And so we're in them just finding out. So it seems like they probably started doing some preliminary tests and then mm-hmm. they just kind of got the diagnosis like, hey, he has, we're not determining that he has any vision and that he's probably not going to overcome this. So that's yeah. that's the kind of the vibe that I was getting from that. Yeah. I mean, and in the first episode, they were saying that they've been watching him yeah. and nothing has been changing yeah. and it's looked like it's not going to change. So I, I don't think mm-hmm. it's set in stone, but it's almost like prepare yourself that there's probably nothing we can do. Right. But it's still it's still pretty early to give them such harsh news. Yeah, I right. guess they don't that want to. That was my thought, especially yeah. when you have to consider he can't communicate. Yeah, exactly. You know? So what do y'all think about this? Just Sheldon in our live chat, he is saying that both of them are masking the pain of Jack being blind and it's going to build up and ultimately explode. He also says, I don't know how I'll feel if Jack being blind is the reason Toby and Kate break up. Whoa. See, I was actually thinking about that because um, Toby's really trying to get out of Kate, like her emotion. And he's trying to be understanding. He's being great. But I know Toby has a lot more emotions than Kate. He Mm -hmm. doesn't just handle things like so calmly. And so I think he might feel like, all right, I'm trying to be your your shoulder to lean on, but you're not being mine. And it could Mm -hmm. lead to tension. But I hope that's not the reason they break up. I don't think that's the reason that they break up because it seems like they have to be around each other as a family for a while. And what I noticed about Jack is that he said that um, his dad, Toby, said he hopes he gets his sense of humor. And when you watch back on the first episode of the season, Jack did have his sense yeah, of humor. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. poking fun at himself sure. throughout a lot of the episode. Yeah. And so I don't think that that has anything to do with it. And either way, I mean, at least Jack did get a, a few pieces of each of his parents. So yeah. I feel like that was kind of cool, at least. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think... I think what actually thinking about their relationship, the other thing that keeps getting brought up, and I don't know if y'all have noticed this, but I was just really bothered by the comments, is A, Miguel, always leave it to Miguel to make things awkward. Oh my God. (laughs) About Toby's weight and then about the two turtle doves. Really awkward. But I wonder if that's, because that's the other kind of storyline that they're starting to let us in on is this situation between Toby and Kate and their weight. And that's always been something that both of them have struggled with. Mm -hmm. And where Toby, shout out to you, Toby, because you're looking awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. Why is he hiding it? Why is he hiding it? Oh, next episode, it doesn't seem like he's going to hide it. It's like secret stress. Yeah, and so it's like I acting like he's going to the store. Exactly. Like I'm wondering where that, if that kind of maybe is what it's going to end up triggering some things. Does he not want Kate to feel bad that she's gaining weight and he's getting healthier? Like I just don't get it. I don't know. 
That's going to be interesting to see as they start to break it down a little bit more. But I don't know what the cause is going to be. I keep telling you, you need to stress out more. Yeah. yeah. And so, <laughs> so Brianna Woods, she, in our live chat, make sure you keep talking with us. You're an extension of us. We want to know your thoughts on this episode as we go. So Brianna Woods says, it is proven that couples with children with special needs and disabilities are more likely to divorce. It is oh, a lot yeah. to handle. Yeah. So we are hoping that this is not the case for Kate and Toby, but obviously the season will tell us. Wow. We will see. I feel like we can talk this whole episode about but we have to move on because we're seeing a lot of relationships in this season, yep. but someone who is just all on his own and completely lost is Kevin. Yes. And, I just and his ficus. <laughs> he's not completely alone. He's not. He's not. And you know what? It is ficus. hard to be a plant dad or mom. So <laughs> I have I not ever it. kept a plant alive. No. Ever. Really? Never. I have a total black thumb. I kill I, all plants. Me too. I, I kill cactus. I kill cactus and succulents. Oh, um, I have a plant in my house. Succulents who don't need much <laughs> you water. Kill it. You I kill don't know. Suc- okay, that's rough. I keep a child alive. But Ooh. the plants, I don't Ooh, know. Girl. That's a whole mm. other species. Like people have given me plants and been like, because it's a succulent and you can't kill it. And like three years later, it's like, <laughs> you find a way. <laughs> That's nuts. Um, I I, but I like, I what I are you guys' have overall thoughts about Kevin and what he's dealing with? So for me, again, this obviously is a theme of this episode that I loved mm-hmm. was these parallel storylines. Yes. Right. So I thought it was really cool, and I'd love to know y'all's thoughts about the fact that Kevin, so obviously we see him as a preteen, and we see that he's questioning whether or not he's a good person, mm-hmm. which even as a child, he has some concerning character flaws. He does. Mm-hmm. and But it's cool that Jack is the one to step in and tell him how to handle that, even at a young age, and it goes down to the core of finding something or someone to truly care about and in the end of the episode we see that that is starting to be jack for Mm -hmm. older kevin so i think that's really cool i'd love to know y'all's thoughts though there Ooh, i don't know if i like that advice i normally love jack advice but (laughs) i just felt like putting it on like you'll be better when you have someone else to take care of is Mm -hmm. it like not about yourself like it should be like you should try to be a better person for yourself. Definitely. You should try to own your shit yeah. <laughs> for yourself. You know, not because you have someone else to take care of. So yeah. I got what he was saying, but I just, I, I just didn't feel like it was the best advice I, for. I think, I think he was trying to mean it more, and like he knows he's noticed this trait in the Pearson men specifically. Mm. So just kind of giving him that fatherly advice of, hey, this is something that happens in our family line. So this yeah. might be a way to help you get out of it. Oh, so yeah. going back to the way Jack was with his mom and yep. Jack was with his little brother, yes. he always had someone to take care, care of. And, and then so his kids. Now his family. Or yeah. Well, then his family. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. I see that. It is interesting, though. Like I said, I feel like Kevin was in a lot of um, tearjerker sort of moments yeah. where he all of a sudden shows up at Nikki's doorstep and you're you're sort of wondering what's going to happen next week with that, which we'll touch on later on. But he's also just maturing a lot throughout this episode. He's taking care of baby Jack and learning how to hold a baby. And that was a really moving moment, I noticed. But it's funny that you talked about sort of parallel, the way this episode paralleled yeah. their younger selves compared to now the way they are. And um, it's interesting because Kevin wasn't being the greatest version of himself when yeah. he was this preteen Kevin in yeah. this episode. He's yeah. over there making fun of his brother, Randall, and Always. so that's when he had that sort of self-reflecting moment of, am I am I a good person? And mm-hmm. so I think he's he's starting to realize like the things he has to do in yeah. order to be that good person that he can be. You yeah, know? I think he I think he knows his triggers. 
Yeah, Definitely. because I think he started to realize that as a young age. And it, and it does show that he has a conscience. He really does. And another person that I want to touch on that he's really starting to care for is Nikki. And we've seen that yeah. even going back to last mm-hmm. season. That's what I was thinking yeah. about when he has someone to take care of. Yeah. I think Nikki yeah. has kind of been like his person. For sure. Yeah. But I, I'm really interested to see Kevin and Baby Jack's relationship evolve. Oh, yeah. I, I as soon as we realized who he was, mm-hmm. I immediately thought, he looks like his uncle Kevin. Agreed. Oh, really? Like, because, Agreed. Like, yeah, they Agreed. Kind of yeah. Look like, like he could be the scruff, his son. The blonde. Yeah, yeah. Oh. they're definitely like, yeah. I just, I don't know. I think it's going to be a really beautiful relationship. And they've got the same kind of humor. I know Toby's the funny dad, but Kevin's pretty funny on his own, too. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like he's got, like, a, I don't know, satirical, dry type of humor, <laughs> which doesn't always work for, like, Beth does not like yeah. Kevin's humor at all. But I enjoy Kevin, and I... I feel for him. I feel like he's always lost. And I just worry about Jack's advice is because it's like he's stable when he does have someone to care about. But as yeah. soon as that's gone, he's lost. Like now no, he doesn't have. Point. Oh, my that's God. I'm blanking. Is it Zoe? Zoe or Sophie? Um, Zoe. Okay. He doesn't have her anymore. Now it's like back to I'm lost. Am I an actor? Mm-hmm. Am I a good actor? What do I do when I'm not reciting my lines? And I just feel like maybe you got to just know who you are first before but, you help right. others. How about that criticism or really, I don't know if we call it criticism from the director. He's like, oh, you know, yeah. when you really drop all of this ego and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You're actually really slight incredible. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I loved that part. I really loved like, that too. So accurate for mm-hmm. him, you know? Like, that could be relayed to the rest of his life. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and Rotor13 says, I knew Kevin would be a great dad because of his interactions with young Tess, which is so mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Because let's go oh, back to yeah. last season and remember the, all of their interactions and those Very moments they had true. together. Yeah. And with even kids. with Deja, when she first yep. came around, he didn't say, or when she cut her hair, yeah. mm-hmm. um, he didn't say anything. He was just, like, joking with her right off the bat. They seemed to get along really well. Yeah. He is really good with kids. Good yeah. Good he catch. Yeah. He's the fun really. uncle. Yeah. yeah. But, like, <laughs> getting into here. Tess and Deja, because they are going through a lot. They like are. Randall and yeah. Beth was they saying, are. they are getting meaner by the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God. I, I remember going through puberty, but I have to say, I feel like I feel like I was great. I feel like I didn't oh. have these moments of Your parents are blessed. <laughs> I was I not. Oh, were you? Monster? No. <laughs> my dad would, like, f- take in middle school and... Mama Lucero, the- comment in our live <laughs> yeah, chat. Right. Tell us I know you're my watching. Mom, my mom's just sitting there with popcorn, just <laughs> laughing at all of this. But my dad would literally force me to go to, like, Del Taco or something and have a conversation with him because I wouldn't I wouldn't want to talk to him at that age. And I don't think many of us really want to talk to our parents. And you could see that in these preteen Pearsons yeah. where they do not want to be seen with either of their parents. <laughs> mom, please just go back over there. Just like, me go away. I think you just naturally feel misunderstood at that age. Yeah. You yeah. think you're such an individual. Yeah. Like you're the only one experiencing whatever. Oh my God, you're blinders up. Like, yeah. uh, I, it is my world and I'm living in it. Right. <laughs> I just truly can't relate because with my mom, I was like, mom, this is boy I like. I don't know. Should I talk to him? Like, I, she'd be like, oh please, God. enough. Don't tell me anymore. So, what, like, do you think, I'm like that. Do you think Deja might be like that once she potentially starts talking to this certain boy? I think so. Deja, maybe because, you know, Randall, they're his, her parents, but not really her parents. Right. Mm-hmm, so yeah. she feels more like they she can confide in them. Yeah. yeah. And I know Randall loves it, but Tess, on the other hand... 
She <laughs> she's just I don't know. She yeah. just she's not mean, but she's just so she's blunt. She's blunt. Mm-hmm. And she's see, but blunt. see, but even on the flip side, so is Deja. I mm-hmm. love how wise Deja has been. Yeah. Oh yeah, since her character's been introduced. Yeah. Love just mm-hmm. how she phrases and how she really views the world and everything that she's experienced contributes to that. Mm-hmm. But also just the little jab she makes at Randall, their witty banter that they have with one another is one of my favorite parts about this show and their lines that they interchange with one another. It's really, really entertaining to me. I liked when she said, you know, you moved me to Philly, let me live in Philly. And something you're uncomfortable with is something that makes me feel, what is it, like like where I'm from. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that was really cute to see. And just to see his fatherly instincts Mm -hmm. when the guy came and sat by Deja. Yeah. He's all getting it all big, big protective dad mode. It was cute. It It was really cute. so cute. Did you guys think, since we were talking about similarities between the parents and the kids a minute ago, I also noticed that Randall, obviously, they, they planted that in there where Randall is... Still very similar to his dad, Jack, where he's yep. like, family fun day, Pearson <laughs> yeah, fun day, yeah, whatever. Yes. Like, he's trying so hard. Yeah. And, and he's, and he's work always out. been super close to both of his parents, which mm-hmm. it's cool to see them rub off on him and his parenting style be very similar to how Jack and Rebecca were. Yeah. But um, also, I really was a fan of Tess's hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved it. Like, mm-hmm. she rocks it. But it's interesting because she comes out for the most part, fairly, very confident. Yeah. You know, she says, yeah. I know it's different, but right away, you see their family tell her, oh, we love it, we love it, we mm-hmm. love it, which it's the worst thing you can do to a girl is when she gets her hair done and you just say, oh, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> we know, we know. But I just thought that that was... So did you I love it? I did. I think she, I like it. <laughs> you I didn't do. like it, Paris? No, I, I was like, you spent all summer growing that beautiful fro. Right. This is true. It that's was true. It was beautiful that before, part I didn't but I do understand. Like it. Why did you spend the whole summer growing it out if you were just going to cut it? That's well, her mother I'm wouldn't saying. let her. Remember? To be honest, I think they should have left another inch on top. Or or cut off more on the side, make it a little more drastic. I don't know. As someone who's been doing hair for twenty years, I was like, oh, that took off that. Bethany knows. And I would have liked to see it cleaner on the side. (laughs) Thank you. But it was still really cute. She's coming Mm, for the hairstylist, (laughs) which I think we all kind of knew that this was going to be kind of the look. Because I wanted to have that. Like, I feel like they were trying to get her that like East Coast urban kind of gutter punk '80s. Yeah. But that had more. <laughs> I just, I they also well didn't like it because you know she has come out, and I felt like when they said she's gonna That's get a cut and and Beth made yeah. like a face, I thought okay, it's gonna be like a shortcut, yeah. and Shorter, I just thought yeah. how stereotypical, like, I cliche. Agree. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's a it's a stereotype for a reason. I mean, yeah, yeah stereotypes right, are based yeah. off truth. She probably so. would want yeah. her hair short, and but, I think when they're really trying to struggle with that identity, yeah. when yeah. we're talking right. about something so personal and specific. Your image yeah. needs to tell a story. And, and I, think, I and think I think though that the writers did a good job because we then see her look at herself in the mirror probably for the first time reflecting on the mm-hmm. haircut. And I know we've all had some bad haircuts. Right. I had basically a mullet when I was in high school. It was really, really bad. And so I get that, like looking at yourself in the mirror, not yeah. really liking what you see. Did but you I grab think a beanie too? Yeah. I, I wanted to. I wanted to. Cute. But yeah, I but that's what I mean. Like, I think that there's some symbolism there that mm-hmm. we don't know how comfortable she really is in her own skin yet. We know yeah. she's come out to her family. But as far as friends, teachers, all of that stuff... We haven't seen that yet, mm-hmm. so it's like 
is she having this conflict of who she sees in the mirror? Yeah, it seems I like think all your hair is such a part of your identity. One hundred percent. Something like 100%. that. As soon as she was like, "I've been chewing on my haircut all summer," I was right. like, "Oh, she's gonna get a short." Haircut. Yep. I yep. feel like season four is really based around like this next generation yeah. of this is us, and like you're really gonna be seeing Tess finding herself, especially okay. with the situation that she's going through right now, where she's cutting her hair off. She came mm-hmm. out to each of her family members. She yeah. texted her uncle Kevin. Yeah, (laughs) this is it's just going to be really interesting to see each of the next steps that she continues to make as she finds herself at this age, you know, and how her and Beth and how her and Beth continue to interact Mm -hmm. because you can tell Beth kind of projected some of her fears that were really more internal conflicts that she was having surrounding Tess, but Mm -hmm. she definitely is projecting onto Tess. So it's going to be. An interesting relationship. Yeah. To I felt keep for an eye Beth on. though when she was saying, you know, I like when people tell us we look alike and like yeah, yeah I, I, all of that. I'm not a mom, but the future mom in me was like, yeah, that yeah. must that must be hard for a mom. <laughs> I mean, I know moms that have done the opposite. Like, oh. say they have a daughter that's blonde and they're a brunette or vice versa and they they start going blonde but like, oh, there's something I've, I've in that. moms that. that want I've to like that. look like their daughters <laughs> oh. like it's my what about annie i feel like she's kind of left in the dust now we have these two she's teens so cute. and then there's annie i'm like what is no, her place here in this family i think she's just still so young she's that she's support she's yeah just, like, the yeah. cutest little sweetie pie on the yeah. side that's just like right? no problems guys like, like she doesn't need to go through that whole little finding herself kind of moment quite yet We'll yeah. see. Hopefully this show goes on for many seasons. Yeah. She's yeah. going to grow up and we're going to have some answers. But maybe, maybe she was being a little truthful and just didn't want to tell her family that about she's worried about her friends. Because yeah. that's a very, very real worry that kids her age have when they Definitely. move to a new city. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think maybe that could actually end up being something. For Shoot, sure. I worry about that. Like, in my day-to-day <laughs> life. <laughs> I mean, I move cross country. I'm from Connecticut. So sometimes I'm like, do my friends remember me? I've yeah. been out here in L.A. for a while. So... <laughs> They I do. Get it. Who yeah. could forget you? Who could forget Paris? I mean, let's be honest. It's been a long time. Been out here for seven years. Anyways, I love discussing the piercings, but it's because of you guys that we are able to do this. And Bethany's got a little message for you guys. Take it away. Yeah, we just want to thank you guys so much for supporting us here at After Buzz. And please be sure to subscribe to us. Give us the thumbs up and the likes and the five stars, because, you know, those are the only ones that count. And we just want to thank you again for making us the... ESPN of TV talk. ESPN of TV. You just see that really ESPN. great. ESPN. ESPN. <laughs> Me trying to relay that Wait, message to you like would a, not be Is good. there like a little catchy phrase? Does ESPN have like a catchphrase? Are you thinking of? I don't know. No, ESPN, the Ocho. Is that what you're thinking of? No, no. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. We're good. We're good. Hey, they don't. ESPN, the Afterbus TV of of sports talk. Should be. Yeah. Sorry, we digress. Totally digress. But just like reel it back into Randall's Beth. How do you just feel about their relationship? I'm happy to see them back and happy oh, as a unit. And oh, it's fun so again. It's yeah. so great. I love Randall and Beth. I'm happy they're in a good mm-hmm. place. I also really enjoyed the fact that he compared her to windowsills. <laughs> because window panes. Window panes. Yes. There we go. There yeah. we go. Yeah, I loved his little lines. He's so And then she took great. it, though. She was like, okay. Yeah, it's just like, all right, you I'll made me feel it. good. <laughs> that was cute. They are the cutest. 
See, Randall actually is a dork, but Jack Pearson was so, like, offended when he's like, can you believe they said I'm a dork? Like, I'm a dork? Oh my god, I love that. Because he's such a typical cool guy that for his kids to think that he's, like, not that cool guy, it's like, oh my god. He's a cool guy that's a cheese ball. Yeah. Jack Pearson was a cheese ball. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Okay. He was. We I actually love crackers his everything. Like, I love his mustache and all mm-hmm. of his expressions. I'm just like, I like that on. he always looks like he's dipping, but like he's not. <laughs> it's just because he talks. his mouth. <laughs> I mean, I'm cool with more shirtless scenes of Jack. I'm just going to be honest. Honestly, we, we can definitely have more Jack Pearson scenes, for sure. <laughs> we always can. Always. Can no. I just say, this is like, whatever, but they do such a good job of aging rebecca oh my yes. gosh yes yeah can they please a- age her negligee oh my oh god my so accurate like, hi i'm 30 65 right that is so i noticed true. her it hands was so too. distracting her to hands me. were young I'm like you gotta make it all match interesting oh, no. on- now i'm gonna pay yeah. attention to that yeah. oh, they gosh. gave her some freckles and age spots but they oh, need they? to like wrinkle it up anyone oh, else shit. in the comments have you noticed this let us know because oh, that no. is a strong that is detail hilarious. so let us know if you also noticed that about rebecca yeah i was reading like- on reddit because that's where i do <laughs> that's, that's that's my jam now um but <laughs> Someone was complaining about her wig when she's older. They said that her wig just... Maybe you have a better opinion on this. They said they don't like her wig. Once she gets older, it's like, it just doesn't look real. I don't know. Did you mm. notice anything about that? Um, I feel like she used to have more highlights and it's redder. <laughs> the hairstylist. <laughs> but, I mean, it's hard to... I can't... It's I hard know. for me to not know it's a wig. I, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, how do you not know it's a wig? We, we just I saw I mean, her, it's pretty obvious. And that's not what she looks it's like. Pretty that's Whoa, not her do that. So, to me, I don't know. Uh, yes, well, I, I feel like they're doing great. But, we yeah, do. I would validate that, though. Whoever said Boy. that. Yeah, they Rotor, get Rotor 13 old. agrees. Yeah. They say, yes, the age makeup is off-putting for Rebecca. <gasps> so, we do wow. have someone who agrees. <laughs> well, I mean, they do such a good job. Yeah. She could use some chapstick or something. But they do such a good job but then like it stops right like here oh, and then gosh. she's like young again she really and I uses she the creams a lot of scarves and things usually yeah. but in this particular oh, yeah. episode she was wearing like a not a i mean mandy moore is gorgeous at any age i know she's so be, gorgeous so, so i got almost pay. distracting honestly like i'm right. watching her in the beach scene i'm just like she's i know so beautiful <laughs> which i thought might be a problem with kate but that's what There's I was so expecting. many things to pay attention to. Haley's got some more things that I had no idea about, so I feel like we should get into our news and gossip segments. Yes. Yes. Love that. Love All that right. so much. So our news this week is actually going to be about a character that we didn't see in this episode. So just to remind you about um, Jack, that's going to be our future Jack. Um, so his character's name is actually Blake Stadnick. And fun fact, he's actually legally blind in real life. He has a disease called Stargardt disease, which basically means that he sees a lot of blurry figures. It's hard for him to see colors and most things are pretty blurry for him. And he actually posted on Instagram, as you can see, coming out to the world announcing that he's legally blind. Because additionally, last week's premiere, it was the first time that he's been on TV. This was his debut. What a debut to have. And not just that, going back to his first day of filming, he had to film the love scenes with Lucy on the same day that he also had to film Mesmerized. So, you know that song we're all in love with. It's on Apple Music. It's on Spotify. Make sure you're listening to it. So with that... 
biggest fun fact is that Mandy Moore's husband, Taylor Goldsmith, actually was a co-writer for that song along with the series composer, Siddhartha Kosla. So that's really amazing. That's our news. Some fun facts for you there. That was awesome news. Yeah. Yeah. I was Haley was telling me this news. I was like, "Where did you find this right. great stuff?" She's like, "The, the Google, the Google, just a thing. The Google." I don't know if you heard of it, but uh, uh, this yeah. is us deserves Google. <laughs> well, I think that's really cool. I would have never known that about um, Blake. You said his name was Blake. Yep, Blake. Very, very cool. Yeah, his song's blowing up. Everyone yeah. loves that song. Yeah, he's not even verified on Inst- on Instagram. Oh, just, just give crazy. it about another week. I know. Or give, so. it right? give it a week. Give it a week. Let him come back in one yeah. more episode. <laughs> right. We didn't see him at all this episode. No, not once. None of us. Was oh no, we did see Malik. We did see Malik, yeah. but yeah. That's, uh, that was the only Jack was the only one we didn't see. We should invite. No, him we in. didn't see Cass either. Yeah, we did at the. Oh no, no that was in the, the preview. preview. Yeah. That was in the preview. Yeah. Right, you're right. You're right. Just really Malik. Mm-hmm. I felt that this uh, episode. I know. Yeah. No, very barely. Yeah. Um, I felt like this episode was in- very emotional, but I've learned that I'm she the only never one <laughs> thinks these are emotional. I felt this way. You're hard. I know. I guess I'm very very cold, guys. I'm sorry. However, I still feel like we should get into our tear jerker moment. Yes. Oh, hey, in fairness, I will say Billy Jean Girl 24 also says no tears this time, which is great. So you're not the only one. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 I'm not the only cold one. You're good. So you're good. since uh, you guys are joining us, I feel like you want to take it away? You want to start? I mean, give me the whole thing. The noobs. All right, so yes. if you guys remember how this goes, it is a one to five measuring system. One being, one tissue being like, I mean, I had all the feels. Five being like, I was bawling, it was so sad. And you know, in between. So let's see what you got. I mean, it's Ugly embarrassing. I actually have five. <laughs> oh, my, I had four, and I thought that was like, okay, way so too many. I'm just going to pick one out of the hat. Um, That's what I'm doing. I'm going to say. Oh, she has a list of five. When oh. Kate realizes he won't be able to watch the Steelers. So will you give oh, that one one tissue? I'm getting a one. Okay. Okay, and I'll go with one more. Okay. <laughs> but it gets like three. <laughs> so she has pulled one tissue when, and now three tissues yeah. for this when next one. I see one. them reflecting on them at the very end with oh. their three babies cuddled up on them and just like, oh my god, yes. yes. Like, don't yes. tell me you didn't have a little tears in your eyes. That was eyes. cute. Little that bit. was cute. That was a very bit. warm. That was it's a very like warm. Like you didn't feel it right here. I loved that. That one actually did get me a little bit emotional. I'm not gonna lie. See, you forgot. You're emotional. My (laughs) tearjerker moment is actually gonna come from, like I mentioned, Kevin, good old Uncle Kev. I'm gonna pull a one, two. We'll go with yeah. We'll just stick with two for this one. (laughs) Basically, when Kevin was holding Baby Jack and talking to him about was this when he was holding him or when he was just talking to him? But he was saying how he was 180 days. 187 days old and he knows that because Kevin is 187 days sober. (laughs) Love for Kevin. Kevin. (laughs) Give me a little bit of those. Okay, that's mine. (laughs) All right, all right. Slide the tissues on over. Oh, yes. So I actually got to a one, two, not three, but four. Candace would be proud. I almost cried. I'm not going to lie. I had tears in my eyes. It was the whole scene with Kate. Just that whole moment of her going from being on the verge of just absolutely breaking down to then talking to Kevin and having this moment of realization that she just can talk to her son and Mm -hmm. she's gonna be a good mother and that whole interaction between her and Kevin, the brother, the Mm -hmm. sister moment, Mm -hmm. the new baby Jack, that really, really got me emotional because I was so proud of Kate. Mm -hmm. I was so, so proud of her and that got me four. 
four. I really almost wow. shed tears. Not even gonna lie. What is wrong with my heart? Oh god! <laughs> I swear, my my. I think my tear ducts are just like dried out or something. I don't know what it is. So you're just tough. My it's not bad. <laughs> I guess so. Oh. All right. All of those actually made me feel very warm and fuzzy inside. All your moments. She has warm and fuzzies. I think not you tears. just stuff your fuzzies <laughs> immediately. You're like felt it. Stuff it. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm just like, what's the Suck next thing? Yeah. Um. All right. But I'm going to say my moment was a very small moment but so again just one tissue <laughs> um but it's gonna be kevin visiting nikki because i thought oh, he was yes. on his way to the airport to go to the movie yeah. yeah and then instead he chose what was more important and that was his uncle who hasn't been answering who he knows oh, yeah. is recovering and so it was more important to see his uncle in that moment and brought him the ficus and he gave yes. him the ficus <laughs> the ficus yeah like it i thought lives. he brought it just to take care of it because he loves it but he gave it away yeah. that's a lot yeah. for kevin so Agreed. that was a moment maybe it could be one and a half oh okay maybe yeah. <laughs> okay so, that was totally half, one should we start yeah. a half tissue <laughs> yeah. no Ripping. no no it's not a thing no, it's not a thing don't make it happen but so jazz 41173 says they were not crying, but it was sad seeing the young kids with their parents. Mm-hmm. Then the preteens not wanting anything to do with them, oh knowing gosh. that they wouldn't have their father much longer. Mm-hmm. Oh, that just gave me oh, chills. That, just, that, that, was, chills. that was number two on my list. I so should rare. have shared that with you guys. Yeah. That, yeah. that just gave me goosebumps. Yeah, you're Think right. About that. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Thank the you. The whole Thank dynamic changes when you realize you're going to lose someone. Yeah. yeah. Oh that would have so been much. a different beach day for sure. For sure. Now they're total jerks to me. But in, start over. but in fairness, so it's not until later on when they are in high school that they do end up losing Jack. Yeah. So oh, yeah. there's still some time. But like, nonetheless, it's still... What do you think they are there? Like never eighth enough. Grade-ish. Yeah, I, I was going to say like pre- eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade there. Twelve-ish. Yeah, 12, yeah. 13, 14. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is just like a random moment that I just remembered. It's not a warm fuzzy, but it's a very cute moment. <laughs> it's a Paris um, Yes! It made me smile. It made my whole heart smile. Um, when Kate is set up by the two mean girls and oh, yes, to and kiss the loser or whatever. That and was she's iconic. Like, you know I, I thought that was loved it. Moment. It's on my list. It's on my list. Iconic. <laughs> That's literally like a you go Glen Coco moment. Yes. Yes. Like literally you go Glen Coco. But you go Kate Pearson. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I thought that was really cool because, you know, in that time it matters so much who's popular, who's mm-hmm. not. Oh, yeah. And to stand up and be like, okay, I realized I was set up. Yep. But still, I'm going to kiss the one with yep. that. Yeah. That and, is actually oh, and we can't forget when he says, when he was like, who did oh you think God. I was? She says a different name and then in turn says, who did you think I was? I was gonna be, and he said, You that I know. Oh my it's gosh, on my list. God. Yeah. <laughs> that like, was guys, so really sweet. Yeah. That, that was, was so such sweet. a cute it, moment yeah. at yeah. that age. Popularity and like opposite sex attraction mm-hmm. yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you start to notice boys, in, yeah, is yeah. like huge, right. Yeah. So to have a scenario like that. It was that. also... And then there was an audience because people like set him up. Like that, I know. Right. There was a whole dynamic It there. was also really big of her for when she went back to her mom or her, the whole family mm-hmm. and her mom asked if everything was okay. She didn't even acknowledge it. Like she moved on. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm over it. It wasn't even yeah. that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. See, I wonder if she just didn't want to prove mm-hmm. her mom right. I'm, a, I'm with Paris on this one. Oh, I, yeah. took, I, took I took her... I took that wrong. See, <laughs> I, took, I took her, right. yeah... As sarcasm, because she knew that her mother was spying on her for that reason, mm-hmm. and it was just that little conversation where mom said, "How are your new friends?" Mm-hmm. Well, oh, we learned accurate. they aren't friends, and then she said, <laughs> right. "Like, yeah, it was fine," you know. Yeah. So. Yep. 
I the mother is always right. Them in the pool a Agreed. Bit. Agreed. Maybe like pull out their side ponies. I know. I also kind of wanted to push Rebecca though because I'm like, she's having a hard time. They like to cover up, but they're kind of just making fun of her. Oh, and then her beautiful mom walks over with her beautiful hat, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, no, Rebecca, this is where you hide. Yeah. Like we don't want the Get Paris here, Miss America. <laughs> yes. Like. Hey, Mama's here. Like a wrong timing, wrong Wrong timing. Wrong timing. All right, but do you guys think it's time for predictions? Do you miss anything? Predictions. TV predictions. We have time. It's time. I don't know if I have a prediction right now. Anyone want to start? I have one. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. Right in. You go first. You go first. We'll, we'll work around well, the table. I, let me say, yeah. obviously I wasn't here last week, but I have the same prediction last week yes. Yes. as I do yes. this week, which is I think um, Cassidy and Kevin are going to get together, and I think the son, the mystery son mm-hmm. that Kevin had, is either Cassidy's son or they have a son together. Agreed. Oh. I think we know we talked about this. See, I, I thought they would have a son together, yeah. but I never thought it could just be Cassidy's son. Yeah, because we don't Maybe. actually oh. know how far in the future. Oh, oh, oh I yeah. Get it. yeah, we don't know how far in the future the season finale of season yeah. three was. Yeah, so that's yeah, it's, it's making well, more sense now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how old Jack was. Because he but called I don't him know. dad, right? The little boy. yeah, that was for sure. So his son. long ago, I watched yeah. that. Yeah. Um, okay, so the I agree with you there. Um, I was thinking that maybe it could also be. Um, Maddie that that Kevin ends up getting with, but I don't see it coming as of yet. I definitely read it. It was it was on Reddit. on Reddit. It was a Reddit <laughs> thing. Someone convinced me on Reddit that it was Maddie. No, <laughs> I'm not going to go with you guys on this one. I'm going to stick over here with Bethany, and we're going to say that we it's going to be like Cassidy. your prediction. <laughs> right. Your prediction can't but sit with us. They were saying something like um, the previews seem to point Cassidy and Kevin to being like strictly platonic, and that. Kevin would end up being with Maddie, but uh, I don't, I don't see it happening with her. I, I don't really understand. It'd be hard to look at. Yeah, and it she's would. just kind of be. slightly annoying. I know they're too annoying I together. To I, it'd be weird. She's, see, but her um, character's meant um, to be like that. She's you know? my spirit animal. So <laughs> literally, when she's out there saying, "I was a, cheer- I was head cheerleader. I wasn't head cheerleader, but I was a cheerleader, <laughs> both college and high school." Me too. I'm always yeah. I'm always the one that, like, tries to make people feel better about situations and be yeah. there for my friends. So she's my spirit animal. I learned that tonight. Maybe not all parts of her, but tonight's episode, she is my spirit Okay, animal. I take it back. She's not annoying. It's fine. I'm so sorry. It's fine. Okay, but back to my actual prediction. Yep, your prediction. Yes, yeah. Malik and Deja. I don't have, like, a strong prediction on that, but I will just say that I'm very excited to see what's to come with the two of them because, obviously, that's the reason that she's taking the bus to school every day. She even texted him. She already got his number? What? She was bold. Didn't know about that. Oh, it had to have been over the burger situation. I mean, he sent her a strong line, so it's for sure. Yeah, that was a good old line. By the way, do you want one of Malik's burgers? I do. I want to try it. It seems like it's amazing. I'm like, what's in your sauce? (laughs) (laughs) What do you do differently? (laughs) Seriously. Yeah. But so for me, I'm also in the Deja Malik area, but mine goes along with Randall. So in last week's episode, a big storyline that we haven't really kind of touched back on was Rebecca and her dad. So obviously we know that Rebecca's dad was incredibly protective of her. I think we might start to see the same relationship form where Randall obviously is seen on the bus. He's already developing this very fatherly, protective instinct over Deja. I think that's going to continue to grow. And I think he's going to end up giving Malik a very, very hard time. 
In the same way that we saw uh, Rebecca's well, dad give yeah, Jack. Yeah, especially since he already has a kid. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. It's gonna Daddy be Randall him. is going to... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be Daddy Tell Randall. Her. Yeah, but he's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like he might love him eventually, though. Like, no, he I might agree. Break yeah, that down. I he agree. seems like, like a lovable really guy. Lovable. Yeah, I don't think that he'll be as cruel as mm-hmm. Rebecca's dad was because last oh, yeah. week y'all heard my thoughts on that. I was not a fan yeah. on how he handled mm-hmm. all of that situation, but I definitely think that that's kind of a parallel storyline there. I agree with everyone's prediction. <laughs> so what am I going to say now? One, I wanted to mention that we forgot to um, give Omar Epps his credit. That's Malik's dad. The actor's name is Omar Epps. He's another stranger that was introduced, and uh, people in the chat were like, why didn't you guys say anything about Omar Epps? So yes, he's awesome. And I I feel like he's kind of like a Randall type of a dad. Mm-hmm. So that's just my random thoughts there. <laughs> love their um, marriage. I love it too. Mm-hmm. Um, my one prediction is I feel like this could be the beginning of the end for Toby and Kate with this weight loss <gasps> thing, like him doing it behind her back. And so I feel like it's not going to be the end-all be-all. How many yeah. tissues do we have? <laughs> I'm oh, going to need them all. It might be the start of the end. I don't know. So also, in our live chat, going to tell some of their predictions. Okay. Um, Obsessed Fangirl 1D13 says, I think it's much too predictable to be Cassidy. I actually still hope and believe that Kevin makes his way back to Sophie. Uh-huh. His kid looks more that. like Sophie or Maddie than Cassidy. So they hope that it's not Cassidy, <gasps> that it ends up being Sophie. See, there's and that then, Maddie right yep. there. I mean, I get it. And Jazz41173, who thanks for chiming in this whole time, says Kevin will meet Cassidy through Nikki. There, she's letting us know that in the future, Tess is a social worker, so they yeah. think it's about 10 to 15 years in the future from the end of season three, which would make the new the boy at the end of season three their son, or probably um, whoever. It's probably not the same boy. Well, it has to be more than 15, I would say, yeah. because Jack is a lot older and For like sure. already true. having a kid. This is true. But so, do we think also I'd say that... i 15 to 20. Do we think that Maybe Jack is, um, I guess, like new... Future Jack, do we think that's going to be the same time period as the right? They do jump the around a lot. Three, you know, like we don't yeah. know if those are in the same. Time Very zone. true. All right. Well, we will see next <laughs> oh, because we gosh. are out of time. But keep those predictions rolling. We appreciate rolling, them. Rolling, keep rolling, them. Rolling. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> that is all time we have, guys. I can't sing anymore. So you know where to find me. I am Paris Rose. You can find me on Instagram at Paris Rose. Paris with two R's. I am Haley Graves. You can find me on Instagram at Haley Graves with two S's or on Twitter at Haley1Graves2. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jess Lucero Live. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys, you can find me at Bethany Jean Official on Instagram. That's Bethany with an I E. All right, bye. All Thanks, right, guys. bye, guys. See you Our next founder, week. Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.